welcome back to an episode of Make Money Count. I'm Marcus Seferis. Today, we're exploring the five possible ways to access the equity in your home. We're going to go through the pros and cons of each possible path. If you haven't already, please remember to hit subscribe or like. Stay tuned. Okay, so the five ways to access equity in your home. Today is going to help you make a more informed choice as you figure out the best path. It's going to depend on some of your own factors. Always a more informed choice means getting the information that you need in order to save the maximum amount of money when you're unlocking the equity that's trapped in your home. For the sake of today's episode, let's take two minutes to fully explain what accessing equity means. The equity in your home is the difference between the value of your home and the debt that's registered on it. When you're looking to use your home to borrow for whatever reason, you're evaluating ways to access your equity. People use their home to borrow for all sorts of reasons. Could be paying off your high interest rate debts, buying out a car lease, paying for a kid's education, or making an investment. Remember, loans secured against homes are the cheapest form of borrowed money. It's because your lender has the added security of your real estate, but there can be hidden costs and we want you to be aware of all of them. The most important thing to understand here is that accessing equity can only be done if you have equity. If you have a million dollar home and a $950,000 mortgage on it, you're really not left with many options because you've already got a loan against your home and most of the equity lenders or otherwise aren't going to go above 95% of the value of your home. The first step in this process is to know the value of your home and how much you already have borrowed against it. If you have at least 20% equity in your home or mortgages that total less than 80% of your home's value, it's when your options really start to open up. Let's take a look at exactly what those options are. First, we have home equity loans. Now, these are typically the easiest and fastest way to borrow money against your home but it can also be expensive. If you need a lump sum for a specific purpose, this option allows you to tap into your home's equity with a separate loan and interest rate. Only thing you need to qualify for a home equity loan is the equity in your home. The interest rates on these home equity loans depend on how long you need the money for, your credit score, and the amount of equity in your home. Typically, home equity loan lenders will want to know what the exit strategy is for your loan. Putting together a really concise package is really helpful in reducing the costs of home equity loans. These options typically do not require income qualification. And in today's high interest rate market, where people are qualifying for mortgages at 8%, it makes it many families' first option. We have a really great tool at connect.ca. The link is obviously below and it'll allow you to enter in your address and just a few additional details and it'll give you the rate and the dollar amount that you can qualify for for a home equity loan in real time on our website. Check that out. It is very helpful if you're looking at a home equity loan. It'll also steer you towards a lower cost option if the tool identifies that you can qualify for one of these other options we're going to discuss, which brings us to the second option, a home equity line of credit. Now, this is really one of the most coveted of all of the options for accessing equity in your home. It is important to note that they are very difficult to qualify for, especially in this market, frankly, in, in any market. But if your credit and income are excellent, these offer incredible flexibility. You can access your equity up to a predetermined limit 
set by your lender. With interest-only payments, and they're tied directly to the prime rate, that fluctuate as the prime rate fluctuates. It's just a line of credit secured against your home, and it can be a great solution. But you must understand that as the prime rate goes up or down, which is very likely in the upcoming market, your payments will change in accordance with how the prime rate changes. Also, very important to understand, this is an income qualifying option, which makes it very difficult to qualify for again in today's market. But if we can get your home equity line of credit, we're going to shoot for it. Now let's talk about a mortgage add-on. I love this one. And no one is going to advertise it to you as an option. It means adding a new mortgage to your mortgage. Let's say you've got a five-year fixed rate that isn't expiring for another two years, but you need more capital. As long as you qualify for more money, again, this means good credit and income that qualifies you for the loan, you can access an entirely new mortgage and add it on to the debt on your home. This comes from the same lender who holds your first mortgage. It's not a second mortgage because it's part of the first mortgage charge that you have with your lender already. It's just a way to access more equity at a fixed or variable rate without breaking your existing first mortgage. We love this option. It can really help homeowners deal with their existing lender to save a whole bunch of money using a mortgage add-on. Now, the key is picking a term for the add-on that closely matches your existing mortgage's term. This is very important. It prevents you from having to renew two different parts of your mortgage at different times, which would leave you kind of forever intertwined with the same lender. No good. Okay, next up, the blend and extend. Step one here is really you have to identify the amount of money that you need because you're going to be blending in the new money with your current mortgage. Step two, you figure out what the rate is for a mortgage with a term close to the maturity of your existing mortgage or longer. And then you blend that rate in with your existing rate to come up with a higher rate, almost always higher in this market, unfortunately. Step three, you end up with a mortgage that now matures when the new term that you've just chosen ends. So if you're blending in with a new five-year mortgage, your current mortgage gets blended in and now it matures five years from that blend date. This is a good option for some because it gets you the additional capital while still giving you some credit for that old lower rate that you have on your old mortgage. Like the mortgage add-on, this option is only available to select clients at select banks, and it does require requalification. I'll say that this option is generally more available than a mortgage add-on because the bank ends up profiting a little more from a blend and extend than they would from just adding on a new piece to your mortgage. How do they do that? They do that in two ways. By typically not offering as much credit for your existing low rate in the new blended product, your bank is able to kind of capitalize on this new blend and extend. The other part of profiting is they're locking you in for more time at a higher rate, which leaves a more profitable mortgage on their book. We've got to navigate this strategy properly, and we can help you with that. The final option, and I really don't like it, 
it's it's far more drastic than the others and usually only works when all the other options are off the table. Breaking your existing mortgage and refinancing. Just as it sounds, you break your existing mortgage, you get an entirely new mortgage for more money. This increases your loan amount and lets you pull out equity, but also, and this is the big one in this market, it lands you with a higher rate on all your debt, which is typically bad news. More bad news, you still need to qualify with income and credit. Any idea that you may not need really high income and really good credit, not for you in this one. The reason why I hate this option for most people is that if you're breaking your fixed rate mortgage, you're probably saying goodbye to a great mortgage rate and you're getting no credit for it. In fact, you're paying to break that mortgage. Even if it's a variable rate mortgage that you're breaking, in today's market, variable rate mortgages don't really have great discounts to prime you're probably giving up something here too. The only way breaking your mortgage might make sense is if you have a really bad rate on your existing first mortgage, maybe a B mortgage, or perhaps your first mortgage is for a really small amount and you need a proportionately large amount in second position. So the weighted average cost of capital of the new money that you're looking for and the existing money that you have on your mortgage identifies an opportunity for more savings by just combining both of those dollar amounts that you need into a new first mortgage. Now, in today's market, which is obviously a very different market than the mortgage market we've been dealing with in the past years, if you're going with this option, I really suggest you look at a variable rate or at least a shorter term as we do expect rates to come down. The five ways to access equity from your home. Please be sure to leave your comments down below. And if you haven't yet, give this video a thumbs up and be sure to subscribe on the channel for more content. The key to financial success is staying informed and making choices that align with your unique situation. Thanks for joining me on Make Money Count.